Hi, I'm Alex. I'm Amy. And this is Small Town Not Small Minds. so glad to see the sun back out because actually near the end of this winter season I've been like this vitamin d is not working I was pouring like four drops in my coffee and I was like none of this is working (laughs) I was ready for the sun and it is finally here and the snow is melting I know it kind of has been going back and forth on us yeah we had a little spring storm in there oh I know getting my personality back yeah But I wanted to throw this out there because I was talking with another single friend, not Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Way to throw it out there. Rub it in. (laughs) And um, I feel like spring is always this moment. And maybe now, too, with mandates being a little more uplifted, it's been two years of complete, like, pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, And now it's completely over. Well, it is in Alberta. But um, it just feels like, I always just feel like, you know, there's a little more jazz in everyone's step. They want to get out there. People want to, like, meet other people and, like, go for drinks. And, like, it just, like, I went from February being, like, I literally don't have anything to do on the weekend to being, like, I have five events in one day. Right. You know, it just seems like everything becomes that much more vibrant. So, I don't know. And then for me, in terms of dating, it just... It's just like a revitalize. It's like you've made it through the winter and now get back out there and <laughs> play the field. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but like that's what it just feels like. So I don't know if anyone else experiences it, but that's, I don't know, spring. Yeah. Spring is sprung. <laughs> I mean, I feel all the like revitalized. I mean, I was scheduling walks this week. Like nobody's business. I'm like, want to go for a walk? Want to go for a walk? Like <laughs> I, I asked someone and they were like, I just got back from my second walk today. So can we go tomorrow? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Like, just walk, walk, walking. But I don't feel it, like, in the, like, get back out there dating kind of way. Okay, well, my WhatsApp is a little bit embarrassing, and it involves Amy. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the movies the other night because, well, Amy wanted popcorn, and I was like, our theater serves wine now, so I'm a go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Batman. It was and- Robert Pattinson. I'm not really big into the DC world of, like, anything. And I'm, like, not like, oh, I'm here to see Batman. But I love going to the movies. Mm-hmm. But we, well, Amy informed me we didn't even make it an hour. And when I was, like, I was, like, are you enjoying this? And you were, like, I don't really know. And we just decided to 100% bail. Because it was kind of scary and creepy. And, like, neither of us really wanted to be there. Honestly, 55 minutes in, I wasn't fully hooked in. And I yeah. was, like, if it's, like, this slow moving... I mean, I also had, like, a weighing paper on my mind. Right. I had nothing on my mind. (laughs) (laughs) But it was quite dark. But I find... It was dark and it was boring. I mean, Gotham City just seems like the worst city to ever live in. Oh, 100%. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, it's kind of like thrillery. Or you were like, I'm invested in this character. Like, I literally only felt uncomfortable and bored. And then... (laughs) This is a movie review. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm a professional <laughs> critic. But, you know, it's small town Stetler, and we know half of the people in there, maybe more. Yeah. So we, like, faked having an emergency phone call, and then we just didn't come back in. Yeah. So, maybe that's embarrassing. Maybe that's not. 
I feel like it's kind of controversial. Like to DC fans, they're gonna be like, "What you guys walked out of?" I haven't been telling people a lot, but well, I'm... now they know. Yep, <laughs> now everyone knows. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> I asked your permission first. You did. <laughs> um, we have Carly Armstrong on this week to talk to us a little bit about nutrition. She's a dietitian. Amy knows her a lot more. She did yeah. a course with her. I loved it. Carly is not only a CrossFit instructor working out of our local CrossFit gym, but is a registered dietitian. I interchangeably use the word nutrition and dietitian, but she told me, okay, that's totally fine in, Al- in Alberta. Yeah, in different provinces, um, nutritionist means a different thing. But yeah. in Alberta, we're fine with that. Yeah, and so Turns out. she's excellent at like food knowledge, and we talk a little bit about body positivity and feeling your body in the right way and how to make changes that enhance your life. Yeah, so, listen in. Stay tuned. We are so excited to welcome Carly Armstrong, a local dietitian who is also a CrossFit instructor at the CrossFit gym in town. Carly is an alumni for her community, so born and raised in Mm -hmm. Stettler, and graduated here, went off to university at University of Alberta. Yeah, and then came back to make your community healthy and strong. Such a nice intro. <laughs> that was so nice. Thank you so much. Well, we like to ask every one of our guests, what is the most small town thing about you? Oh, I'm pretty small town. Grew up on a farm, four older brothers, have so many cousins here, related to everybody. I feel like that makes me pretty small town. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm just small town to the core. So, and I love it. It's a good place to be. So, yeah. Yeah. Hence why I came back from, you know, the city and now I'm back in my small town. So, love it. That's good. Mm. I feel that. Um, the small town thing I'm going to mention today is an important monument for Stetler getting a, is it four lights now? Yep. Four Get light on. system around our, uh, to me, our iconic spot of Tim Hortons. <laughs> It was such a terrible intersection before, oh but my now it's horrible. Now it's life saving. Yeah, I would, actually like, life saving. Avoid yes. it. I would go different oh, yeah. ways to avoid it. Yeah. Definitely would. It was a terrible intersection, especially at like lunchtime. You do not want to go and yeah. have to turn left. No, it's not yes. happening. You just didn't. I just turn right. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. like will drive around the town of Stetler. Yes. The right Stetler. turns. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But honestly, and the people, local people listening to the podcast will appreciate that shout out yeah. yes. to the lights in front of Tim Hortons. I don't think there's one person <laughs> mad about it. No. <laughs> They're like, it's about time. Yeah. Uh, my small town thing is I went to a local event the other day and I didn't know everyone there, but I brought up the podcast as I usually do in just a group of people and they had all listened to it. Yes. So felt a little famous. That was exciting. Small town famous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like local my life's celebs. ambition. I want to be small town famous. You are, you are small town famous. You think famous. I'm small town famous? But maybe I'm part after of, this. You are. Yeah, after this, I'll be small town <laughs> after famous. After your debut. Yeah, but maybe because I'll, in our workout community, yeah. you're you're pretty famous Let's see. in so, that okay. regard. Yeah, in the CrossFit, yeah. in the CrossFit world. Yeah, cool. My family. I feel like my last name kind of. People recognize that. So. That's yeah. true. Yeah. When I said to Amy, I was like, is she related to? And I like listed, listed a, whole a whole bunch, bunch of Armstrong. Armstrong. Literally. Because <laughs> I'm not a local. I have no yeah. idea. I was like, sure, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yes. Confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carly, we're excited to talk a little bit more about, you know, the world of a dietitian, what you do. Mm-hmm. So can you just explain like, what is a dietitian and what does a dietitian do for people? 
Good question. All right. So for me, as a dietitian, I graduated high school, wanted to pursue nutrition, and so I went to University of Alberta in Edmonton, took a four-year bachelor's degree, get a lot of good evidence-based uh, nutrition knowledge there. And then there's like also the, the practical side of it. It's one thing to know something, but to be able to do it in practice. So lots of different places a dietitian can work. And for me, I just always knew I wanted to come back and reach people like more on a one-on-one -on -one level and in the community where otherwise they don't really get much access to good information, like good nutrition mm -hmm. knowledge versus like where it's just like so much misinformation on social media. I wanted to be like that one person to come in and be like, uh, yeah, no, this is what actually works. And this is what you should listen to because I went to school for this. Yeah. Um, just a little bit more accessible. Cause I feel like dietitians are amazing, but they're not accessible to like everyday people. And right. if we can reach everyday people, we can prevent lots of the things that are coming up in the hospital, mm -hmm. save the healthcare system money, help people reach their goals. And it's kind of just what I've always wanted to do. And I started school wanting that. And here I am actually finally doing it, That's which awesome. is actually amazing. Yeah. I think you said something important there, though, because there is a lot of misinformation out there. I feel like on Instagram, online, there are lots of different, and you said like health coaches mm -hmm. they might be marketed as. So how can, like, me as someone looking for proper information, how do I make sure that I'm, like, getting the right information? Yeah, exactly. Great question. So, yeah, lots of people are, like, nutrition coaches or health coaches. And those are titles that it means they didn't take a full university degree to learn about nutrition. Maybe they took an online course or something similar. But I'm happy that people want to bring good nutrition information on the world. But just always be wary of what if it sounds too good to be true i've heard my professor say that once if it sounds too good to be true it is so trying to avoid the fad diets and things and like looking for articles or things that are endorsed by actual dietitians um, right so because you can for the most part always trust that a dietitian will have like your best interest in mind mm -hmm. um, evidence-based kind of the things we're looking for and if it's just if you're very uncomplicated you know not very much underlying conditions and you're just looking for some ideas usually looking to some people who are just passionate about nutrition is fine but if yeah. it's you're really looking for deeper help and more accurate information dietitians are the way to go I have a question and I wonder about this a lot because I see a lot about like diet culture and how we eat. like like fad diets or I feel like when our like age growing up it was so much like dieting skinny all of that mm. and what's the difference between like dieting and making sure I'm like fueling my body in a nutritious way oh the questions <laughs> <laughs> this is like the biggest reason I wanted to like come back to a community and work with regular people because I always find like I get there's such a mindset about dietitians or even just like the word nutrition that now people just assume things about me so much that like I'm gonna tell them to go on a diet like, that I'm going to tell them to diet, and it's just, like, not the case. Like, nutrition does not equal, like, dieting and weight loss. I mean, I can help you with whatever goals you have, but I'm really health-focused. So, nutrition is, like, you have, you want to optimize your health, like, physically. You want to feel your best, but you also want to have, like, enjoyment with your food and, like, a healthy relationship with food so you can go and live your life and enjoy every moment and feel good about like the decisions you're making mm -hmm. like 
building that skill of nutrition where you know how to fuel your body for the most energy in the day, you know, like, so your mood is good and like you feel your best. Whereas dieting is more of like the short term, like eat less and lose weight. And is that really in the pursuit of health? Often Mm -hmm. it's not. And it's just, we have like, you like you said like the diet culture in the world is just like pulling us to like think we need to lose weight honestly all the time like and you'll just never be satisfied you gotta like set goals that are like more tangible like do I feel good like do I have energy do I can I do the things I want to do and yeah so I really try to combat diet culture as much as I can so I always tell my clients like we eat for two main reasons physical health and enjoyment Mm-hmm. And you need to find balance with both because as soon as you start leaning too far to one side or the other, that's when you lose balance and things are just going to go off the rails. So like even working with Amy, that's one thing I feel like I do do with my clients is just make sure their balance is staying in the right way. Like, So we're not going too far on like strict nutrition, only eat for health. We still have those enjoyment moments and then like vice versa, like got to bring it back like are we fueling our body properly like we need to take care of our physical health too so we can feel good so kind of balancing all those things I like that's what I was thinking about before was the connection to eating and your emotional Mm well-being and I think for a lot of people during the pandemic I've heard people say the pandemic 19 like I put on that oh I've never heard that oh really it's like a play on words they're like I put on that the COVID-19 weight and I was like oh like the 19 pounder and stuff and I was like oh geez but I think it's true because we were all maybe not in like a mental and healthy emotional place at times yeah and for me I know that I can register that that like eating can be a bit of an emotional place where I don't necessarily want it to be. Like you said, it should be like for nutrition and enjoyment, but like not a compensation or a hole that you're trying to like fill in that regard. I feel like the mindset around eating is one of the biggest things I have to talk to Mm -hmm. my clients about and why sometimes a one-on-one session is so much more impactful than sometimes a group program because food is so vulnerable. And talking about food can be a really vulnerable thing because, yeah, it we eat for so many different reasons. Yeah. And it's not just for, because I'm hungry. Like, it's not. Yeah. You can't ignore all the emotions behind it and celebrations and just different things that come along with it, like culture and so many reasons we eat. Yeah. So if I'm, like, coming to you for advice... Like, the one thing I'm always scared of is, like, having someone tell me to, like, limit things. Because I think I do a good job of, like, balancing, like, making sure I'm, like, fueled. But, like, I have a bowl of ice cream every day. Like, four years mm-hmm. and years. That's just all that I want to do. <laughs> like, I always like to have a dessert. Um, is that something, like, I'm going to a dietitian, they're going to be like, you need to only have one scoop. Or, like, am I going to be, like, limited in that way? Or is it kind of, like... I love that. He's eating a bowl of ice cream allowed every day. Can I I come to you? Are you going to tell me not to have a bowl of ice cream? (laughs) I love that. I think I had, I literally, it's funny you say that because I had a client come to me once and they're like, I thought I was just going to come to you and you were going to tell me I couldn't do this and you were going to tell me I couldn't do that and I'd have to stop doing this. And you've told me I could do, I could eat everything still. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? I'm like, yes, because we eat for so many different reasons. Like, I'm not going to pick at that one, like, bowl of ice cream a day that brings you literally the most happiness in the world 
when maybe we could work on your breakfast instead and that would be way more impactful right for your whole day like if i'm having ice cream for every meal you're gonna be like well let's maybe <laughs> what can we add what yeah. can we add okay. like i honestly some never take yeah, exactly. <laughs> some frozen blueberries yeah <laughs> yeah this what can we add? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even joking. Like we would just, what do you add to your current lifestyle yeah. to bring about like good nutrition habits? Like right. it's really not about taking away. I have not once told any of my clients to eat less. Never. And cause that's usually not the problem. Sometimes mm-hmm. it comes down to like, okay, are we fueling regularly throughout the day and getting some nutrition throughout the day? That'll just subtly change things without you really realizing. Mm-hmm. It's when you, like, don't eat breakfast, you know, busy at work, you skip lunch. All of a sudden, you're eating everything in sight when you come home for supper. Mm-hmm. And then that's not ideal either. So where can we yeah. realign, rebalance? And So I'm going to share something that I learned with Carly. Mm-hmm. And um, Alex is maybe not going to like this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> So my thing was I was having a really hard time and I was like right before bed, I would always around like 10 to 11, I would need to eat something. And it was driving me crazy because I'm like, why am I doing this? Like why? I asked her, I'm like, why is my body all of a sudden like feeling it needs this night snack? And she was like, well, what time are you eating dinner at? And I was like, oh, I'm eating at like six, five thirty six. And I, I realized, of me. Yeah, yeah, this is actually really funny, but it, like, it was your fault. <laughs> Was 100% your fault. Yeah. <laughs> but when I lived with you, Alex, and, and our our listeners know this, um, obviously we would make dinner together. And mm-hmm. so I never am used to eating dinner that early. So I had changed. <laughs> and then it was a habit I kept. And so now that I live alone, which is very convenient to change habits easily in my household, I live by myself and I can eat dinner later and it helps me. And I never have a night snack now. Like, as I can just push it back. But I was also caught up in fads. Like, the other thing I talked about, not to slam Oprah, but Oprah would always say, you got to eat all your calories before 7 p.m. And that was ingrained in my body, my young mind body. As an Mm -hmm. adult, I'm still carrying that. And I said to her, like, I always remember, like, this thing I read in, like, Shape or Oprah that was, like, you got to eat everything done. Like, you know, that's it. Like your cutoff is at seven. And so then I would have this looming guilt about eating a snack before bed because I was so hungry before bed and I'm late. Like I go to bed around 11. And so, you know, like that's a long time, seven to 11. Mm -hmm. And so like just those little barriers, like to get over and understand Mm -hmm. your body and like hearing a a, a dietitian say like, you're allowed to do that. Your body needs that fuel and it, it's helped a lot. So mm-hmm. just kind of knowing your body and like being able to talk to a professional about it has mm-hmm. been very helpful. Yeah. Just these little things. It is. It's always little things like yeah. little tweaks, little things. And honestly, the most impactful thing that happens in lots of my one-on-one sessions is that these like people talk about how they eat out loud, forcing them to think about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes they solve their own problems and I'm just there to help guide and help them towards goals that work for them and different strategies like it's little things but big impactful things at the same time and I think we're told so much like when you bring up like the Oprah thing I feel like we're told so much like I remember one time um I forget who but someone had said this where like if you're like while you're laying in bed if your stomach is hungry it was like let yourself be hungry because like you will like your body will like burn fat or something it's crazy the things that we just believed and just went with 
while totally ignoring what our body was telling us. Yes. Insane. It's like normalized things that we would, like, they're almost part of our culture. Like, totally. You know, like, even dinner times, like, yep. when you should eat, it's, and that was, again, yeah. not to give away your whole program, but, like, that's something you learn, too, mm-hmm. like, the time frames of when to eat and, like, how to register your hunger levels mm-hmm. and everything, and that was really impactful for me, Yeah, too. it's really about, like, listening to when you're hungry, eat. Oh, mm-hmm. you're, and then the harder one is, like, listening to when you're not hungry. Maybe we shouldn't eat. Like, maybe it's yeah, time to the stop. Purpose? But, like, yeah. how often do you actually, like, sit with your meal and think about these things? Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard, so mm-hmm. it is a skill that takes a while to develop and get good at, so. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of curious because, like, obviously with all of these fads in the world, like, what are other barriers that you're faced with when you work with clients? Yeah, that's a good question. So, I think the number one thing is the all-or-nothing mindset. Nutrition is about, like, making nutritious choices consistently, not perfectly, and taking every new opportunity as a time to restart. Like, you're never restarting. Like, it's not like, oh, I went out and I I ate whatever, and now I have to restart on Monday. I'm like, it's not really, like, about that. And the biggest thing is, like, overcoming that mindset to be like every day we can make more decisions and mm-hmm. different decisions and your popcorn at the movies is you know sometimes I'd say it's a good thing like if you can like mindfully enjoy popcorn and not feel guilt after that we can like already tell you've come a long way in like your nutrition journey whereas then the next morning you have a nutritious breakfast you know nutritious lunch nutritious supper maybe we just like you're throwing in like little things that you know bring you joy and like you have like a good relationship with food that way where you know you're feeling your body for physical health you have confidence in it but you can also have that enjoyment too so Mm -hmm. I feel like lots of people have that all or nothing like cheat meals or Mm -hmm. foods are good foods are bad I'm like there's literally no good food and there's literally no bad food they just mm-hmm. all have different purposes and different ways to implement them into your kind of meal plan and lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So when you're saying, like, have a nutritious lunch or a breakfast, like, what do you mean by nutritious? <laughs> like, can we break that Here down? Here we go. More, it like, it's like, you yeah. can only eat broccoli from yes, now on. Yeah, it has to be it's broccoli. I can, can I answer yeah, this? Yeah, you can, you can answer it. Well, I'm going to say, and then you can tell me, this is this is good, like, this teachable is what moment. Yeah, this teachable is, moment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so if you look at your plate your meal sitting in front of you, you should have colorful, fueled up food. So like half of your plate is going to be, and you use the term volume, volume, carbs for volume. Yeah. And so so that's like like your salads, your veggies, your fruit, fruit, yeah, fruit. And then that should be half your plate, half your plate. Okay. And then there's a quarter, a quarter that's, oh yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I can picture (laughs) that. I could draw it for you guys. Um, (laughs) that works well on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. A quarter of it would be protein, mm-hmm. and then a quarter of it would be carbs. Yeah, like potatoes, rice. Like yeah. I call that carbs for energy. Carbs for energy. Yeah. And what was the other carbs? Carbs for volume. So like volume. volumes, fruit and vegetables. Okay. We have carbs for energy, like potatoes, rice, breads, and then we have quarter protein, and then what's the last little fiber? Nah, fats. 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 Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, and then we're adding like fats, like a health, like a good fat, unsaturated oil, like to even cook with. Yeah, and And it's like nuts. This is good. Good question, like to bring up what is a nutritious meal. That's why you work with a dietitian. You kind of like kind of learn, understand what 
would a nutritious meal be? Mm-hmm. And then, you should see like, my breakfast right now, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then would you, so then if I went to you and I say like, okay, I eat oatmeal for breakfast, then you're telling me like how to make that more nutritious. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's like nutritious, but also it'll give you energy throughout the day. It's going to keep you full for a lot longer. Yes. There's like components of it that's like really good for your gut health, brain health, things like that. Right. Okay, what about also now vitamins? Oh, are we going to talk supplements? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Micronutrients? Oh, wow. oh, my God. Like, can you tell I've never been to a dietitian? I'm, like, sitting here, like, I think she's, um, I think she's having a, a session right now in April. I am. Coming into a program in April. Yeah, tell us. Spread. A nutrition program. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Runs all of April, so April 1st. Yeah. And how, is there 31 days in April? Uh, uh, yes. I think there's 30. 30. Yeah, 30 days. Yeah. Well, um, all the days of April. How do we find you? Social media? Um, Empower Nutrition and Lifestyle is my like business page. The Supplement Talk. Uh, <laughs> I always, I, tr- I go through this with every program I do. I kind of touch base with people about the supplements they're taking because it is an insane world. Like, yeah. As a dietitian, I am food first. You know, right. you can... 99% of the people in the world, you can hit your nutrition goals with food alone. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm always thinking of. And then you can think of supplements as like maybe like a cherry on top. Like you have nice, awesome meals. You eat consistently. You're hydrated. You try new foods and you have lots of variety. Then maybe we can talk about supplements, okay. you know? Yep. Because something's not working. But it's like a long... Long way to get there, so there's so many things that will make more impact for nutrition for most people than supplements. Side note, though, uh, in Canada, you know, vitamin D. Probably heard of vitamin D. You know, we get it from the sunlight, so that's Word not lack. food. That's not food. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so we have a lack of sunlight here in the winter, yes. so I do recommend, like, a vitamin D supplement. Yeah. Every day, if you remember. Because that's just the one that's hard to get where we are specifically. Right. But, but otherwise, get it from your food first. Yeah. Other things, get it from your food. It's just vitamin D is that one that... Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's hard, hard to, to get. get. It is fortified in like milk and dairy products, but... But who eats dairy nowadays? Me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> All the dietitians. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I Sometimes I just get turned off from dairy and so I get it in different ways, I guess. Eat your dairy, people. If, yeah. if you don't think you sit well with dairy, go see a dietitian and maybe talk about it. Well, well, like, milk's great for you. I have another question. Would oh, you okay. say eating nutritionally is more expensive? Or can we like make that happen within budget? Totally can happen within budget. Yeah. You know, I have do this thing on my Instagram that there's nothing I've gotten more positive feedback about mm-hmm. is like I do flyer finds. Okay. So I literally look at the no frills flyer. And I circle things and I kind of like elaborate on, you know, use it for this, do this, like little tidbits of information. And I get people telling me all the time, like, it's so nice that you're like using a flyer of like literally no, Sean's no frills in Stetler because that's where I'll shop. And like, it makes me feel good that I can get these things in my town. I'm like, nutrition is not complicated. Actually, when we bring it back and make it more simple, that's when it's the best, like. Yeah. Buy frozen fr- fruit and vegetables. They're more nutritious than fresh sometimes. You think about how they get here. They're flash frozen and then brought here. They're going to be more nutritious. Like, not mm-hmm. all packaged things have to be demonized for being unhealthy. Like, how can, what can we pair it with to, like, 
right. keep it like as a nice satisfying meal like that follows the four components that like you learn about in my program or if you work with me mm-hmm. and there's just little things like that it's I'm not telling you ever to buy expensive supplements and I'll never tell you to go make these meals that have a million different ingredients unless you're like an avid cook then go do that because it tastes awesome <laughs> but like simple is better and simple is more cost effective and I do want people to you know realize that it doesn't have to be these all these crazy elaborate things in order to be quote unquote healthy right yeah the flyer finds are awesome <laughs> um i do have to shout out to you that i've never given you that feedback but i also think it shows how easy and accessible it is for everyone in our community that's what i was gonna say like it's accessible like i love that you're like here in stetler mm-hmm. making it accessible for people here in stetler mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that's really cool mm-hmm. yeah that is like the core of what we want people on this podcast to be <laughs> yeah, doing is like yeah. doing things in small towns that like you don't always have access to. But then when we do come and we're like, we have been educated in this one area and we come here and then we're like, let me share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. It's like my life's goal to touch every, well, that's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like my, it's my life's goal to like reach every single person yeah. in Stetler yeah. in some sort of way. Because here's the other thing I think that is kind of contagious about living a healthy lifestyle it's like you make one small change and you feel that growth and it's so positive then you think about all these other positive growth changes you can make in your life and not to like overwhelm you but it it, like you said it's all those small things it's the small things that really like hit home it's like oh I've improved my breakfast today now I'm like having better mornings and days because of this and Mm -hmm. then you can make better decisions and it keeps going you know it is a ripple effect of and Good what things. I was going to say, too, is, like, I liked your use of, like, what can we add? Because, mm-hmm. like, the word change, I feel like, is scary. Like, like I'm like, what are you going to take away? And you're saying, what can we add? Mm-hmm. And I feel like Always. that, not scary to me. What can we add to make this fuel yep. me more? Yep. Give me more energy. It's always, like, what are you having for breakfast right now? Okay. Hi, do you like peanut butter? Do you want to add that? And you're like, yes, I love peanut butter. I'm like, add it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, do I have to have the natural peanut butter? I'm like, no, I buy regular craft peanut butter, so you just add that. Like smoother crunchy. I have both in my house. Oh yeah. <laughs> I do. Put it here yeah. first. <laughs> yep. I go back and forth. Um I'm gonna leave with or end this with one question. Mm-hmm. What is one thing that we can do today to promote healthy eating? Other than following your page. Yeah, Follow me. Yeah, but honestly, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I need these flyer finds. Do yeah. my program. No, oh, yeah. But seriously, I do think everyone would benefit. Like parents my, yeah. and everything doing your program. My one thing is to realize that nutrition is a skill that you have to develop over time. And people always say, like, Carly, it's so easy for you to eat healthy and, like, do these things because you're a dietitian and you know it all and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it hasn't always been easy for me. Mm-hmm. As a dietitian, I want to help you develop the nutrition skill. Mm-hmm. People are like, Carly, can you give me a meal plan? I'm like, no, but let's make a meal plan together so you understand right. what this meal plan even means. Like, me giving you uh, all week of meals is doing nothing to help you in the long run. You could follow it perfectly, feel good, but why? you don't know why you feel good. You don't know what it did for you. Whereas I want to teach you the basics. I don't know what it is with tr- nutrition that... We just jump past basics for some reason and think, yes. okay, I'm going to start this fad diet. Uh, okay, I'm going to do intermittent fasting. Okay, I'm going to do keto. But do you know what the macronutrients are? Do you know how to build a nice, satisfying meals that 
keep you full for a long time? And yeah. do you even think about your relationship with food or how, what kind of role it plays in your life? Mm-hmm. All things that you develop over time. And it takes time to develop. Yeah. So I like yeah. that. Like that, that it is a skill that you need and, mm-hmm. and it is growth too. It's right. Growth. Like, and it's and it, trial and error too, right? Yes. There's going to be things that you don't like, or you've made mistakes and yep. then you don't realize it till later. And so. all those mistakes lead you to be more confident later. So yeah. it's a good thing to make mistakes and fail, grow from it. And that's basically how you become more confident in what you're doing. Highly recommend anyone, and especially in our community, because then also you're building networks, um, which is really nice mm-hmm. to to reach out to your local dietitians and get introduced to them, start their programs, follow them on social media, because then it's like also in your feed mm-hmm. constantly, mm-hmm. and you have so many great things happening that you are always running cool things like running club on top of it, things yeah. like that, that you, know, you can just jump in at any point and then you want to dig in further yep. to it so yeah. and build your skills build those yes. skills people yeah absolutely well thank you so much carly for coming on today we're so excited to have you and we hope that you're going to gain more followers too i hope so too i <laughs> i have a lot of things i want to put on social media for free so yeah come follow me and thank you guys so much for having me this absolutely. was so fun yeah. i could literally talk about nutrition all day <laughs> so this was awesome that's great thank you that's awesome It was so good having Carly, our dietitian, on the podcast. What I appreciate is she's a registered dietitian that came back to her community to make her community stronger, fitter, healthier, and faster, stronger. Yeah, it's a Kanye (laughs) song. (laughs) Back to the Kanye. Um, But she really presents it in a very like factual, knowledge-based way, and I appreciate going through her six-week program. And I would recommend for anyone trying to look for improvements. She runs these sessions often and yeah, it just helps you gain more skill set, knowledge base that helps you, you know, make healthier autopilot decisions that are good for you. I'm kind of my takeaway a little bit. Like, yeah, I agree with those points, but I was thinking about my like own journey with food and I was thinking about how I've kind of realize that I view food as energy a lot because when I'm hungry I'm hungry and I I know that I need to give myself food that will like sustain me and I've always say like like I'll have like snacks as like energy things and then like I'll treat myself too but like if I'm hungry I'm not having a treat because my body doesn't need that I think the reason I didn't really like grow into like dieting fads and stuff was because like my body almost didn't allow me to do that like I it was like no you can't do that I realized like I have some like work to put in with with eating and making healthy choices for sure I don't know it's interesting everyone's relationship with food so different and and that's what like working with a dietitian is really helpful too is like like you just mentioned you you only ever viewed eating as like a nutritional point like it is I need this for nutrition but there's definitely like a pleasure aspect but I also think there's like a very people like are emotionally connected to eating as well and sometimes abuse it or mm-hmm. like have difficulties around that and that can cause like certain concerns for sure mm-hmm. I also like think and I don't I feel like I can't frame this in the right way but I liked how we were talking earlier about like I wish the mindset was different about like not necessarily how your body looked, but, like, um, being proud of your body for 
like bringing you to this point and I've seen some like things online where it'll be like be proud of your body it has like weathered through this pandemic um and things like that where instead of being like oh I need to like lose that weight instead being like proud of your body for getting you to where you are yeah I don't know and I think if we had that kind of mindset and it and I'm not saying that that's easy. I just would, and not like you, me, everyone listening, like if the media had yeah. that mindset. Yeah. And it wasn't so like, so-and-so this, or Weigh lose, this the, lose yeah. the baby weight, or yeah. so-and-so like looked whatever in a bikini. Like if that wasn't the media, and instead it would be like, look at this boss-ass woman doing these things, and their body got them here, kind of thing. Yeah. If that was the message we were getting from media, well, yeah, obviously we would be having a whole different conversation yeah and this comes back to like so many other conversations too is like women i feel like there's a lot more like sexualization around women and how we look yeah so then like that that plays into this factor as well but yeah what do we idolize the dad bod who idolizes a mom bod that's never been something that's like been told to us right we're told hold on to other shit which is annoying yeah carly probably could have talked to us for the entire evening about Carly could be like seven segments on our podcast. We were just saying where she was even saying like maybe she'll start a podcast. We're like, please go yeah. for it. She had so much information. Like we would I think people more and people need to hear from someone like Carly. Absolutely. So check her out. Yeah. And um yeah, give her a like, give her a follow. Absolutely. Flyer Friday. Thursday. Oh, is it Thursday? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As a new follower to Carly, um, I'll let you know that the flyers come out on Thursdays. Okay. Flyer 100%. Thursday. Yeah. I think maybe I'm just not watching it till Friday. That's all. Okay. That's why I think I in my like, brain, it's Friday. Because I usually go grocery shopping on Friday after school. And, oh. and I, when she told me Thursdays, I was like, I'm going to have to change my grocery shopping night. <laughs> but also very handy and helpful. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Carly. Woo! Jar of Questions! What show, song, or movie did you love as a kid but realize now it's actually really inappropriate? Okay. Well, are you going to say all of them, Alex? Well, no. I have, like, what came to mind, first of all, was a song. Okay, do your song. Okay. My cousins will totally know because we put this on every Burn CD. Um, Get Down by B44. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, if you go down on me... It was so I'm innocent, like, though. But it, it's like, it's a game of give and take. Yeah. All, yeah. When you listen to it as an adult, you're like, super inappropriate. I knew... Yeah, we would sing it all of the time. What's I, your song? Well, okay, mine's not really like a kid, but the f- initial song that came to my mind was Candy Shop. I love listening to, like, hip-hop when I was, like, younger. So, like, Candy Shop, I absolutely loved. In the video, they did a really good job at that they were convincing, but, like, I'll take you to the candy shop. And I was like, yeah. But, like, I knew there was more innuendos. And, I mean, I was older, too. I was probably, like, 15. It's fine. There are songs now that I don't know are about sex (laughs) until people tell me. (laughs) Cake by the Ocean? Yeah. Yeah. Let's not remember that one. (laughs) Um, but also, I have a funny throwback. I remember our school having, like, an air band. And that song by Work at Missy Elliott, the kids could, they had to, like, try out. And I was in grade 9 at the time. So I knew Work It was, like, not an appropriate song. But it was this little grade 2 student. And she was so cute. And oh, she yeah. went up and just, like, she was, she, like, it was it was something special I can never erase in my mind. Because she fully danced and, like, did slow motion parts and, like, fast upbeat parts. 
she to work it. it. She did. She honestly did. And I was like, let her win because that was amazing. But also not an appropriate song for a grade two. That like sparked a memory because in the third grade, because we, we had a CD player and we were allowed to bring like a, like a burn CD or, to play, like you, if you were a person of the week or whatever. And someone brought a CD and um, it had Shaggy Wasn't Me. Oh. And like our teacher loved the song. Like yeah. we listened to it regularly. <laughs> <laughs> That's not appropriate. No, not at all. <laughs> Um, okay, movie. What's a movie? Okay, all I, all what came to mind was this, like, animated show called Shark Tale, mm. and the fish was, like, just highly sexualized, like... For a kid's movie? Yeah. First of all, it's a fish, and it has, like, it's just really busty, hugest lips you've ever seen, like, oh. and, like, in an uncomfortable, sexy way. Mm. The yeah. fish, the fish was turning everyone on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was just, like... <laughs> it was just like it didn't need to be that sexual yeah yeah i like i can remember as a child too like thumbelina there was a toad and she was very sexualized too and she was was like very uncomfortable yeah and like i loved that movie it was so good (laughs) (laughs) but like i when the way i was thinking about it was i thought of like knocked up because i thought that movie was hilarious when i was 20 i'm like i love this movie it was my favorite movie again not a child i'm 20 i love all your scenarios um, or like yeah. you're like that was too inappropriate for me as an this adult. was last year <laughs> <laughs> um but literally i watched it again as an adult because i'm like i remember loving this movie so much i watched it and i was like this is so problematic oh and so not many funny. movies from like that era do not hold up no i was like not funny at all problematic mm-hmm. and like Get your shit together. Can we just cancel, like, a bunch of movies? Can we just, like, <laughs> erase them? Yeah, Maybe. honestly. But I don't have any shows, so I don't... I I, think neither do I, but you were, like, Euphoria. Because, Euphoria! Like, I was voice noting Amy when I started watching Euphoria, and I was like, I think I'm just waiting for my mom to, like, phone me and be like, Alex, this is not appropriate for you to be watching. Yeah. Also, I was like, this surely can't be high school kids. I don't know. There was just... There's too, so like, much things going on. I know. I was uncomfortable the whole time. Did I watch everything? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Will I watch everything when it continues? Correct. (laughs) All right. Well, I guess we turn it to our audience. Yeah. Let us know what show, song, or movie uh, did you love as a kid, or if you're Amy as a 20-year-old, and now realize it's actually really inappropriate. Bye.